Hey, good afternoon. It's 420. You know what that is. That means it's time for some stoner logic. Hi, my name's Tim. I'll be uh, your host, and we'll try to talk about something that maybe make us go, hmm, you know. I hope everybody's having a good day. Today, I want to talk about travels. I've had a few years of travels, uh, and I didn't wait until I was older. I did it when I was younger, a lot of it when I was younger. And I tell people, I say, you know, do it when you're younger. When will you get the chance again? Anytime, you know, somebody had an opportunity to go somewhere, uh, you know, if they didn't, they're they're foolish. I mean, uh, I remember my daughter when she was in college, she goes, Dad, I got a chance to go out to Seattle. And I said, what's stopping you? You know, go. So, uh, you know. It's a long way to go, but she got to see parts of the country. And if you got the opportunity, no matter where you get to go, go. Go while you're young. Go while you can enjoy it. While you're able to climb a mountain or go hiking or go uh, in the frozen tundra. Whichever, where you want to go. But, you know, when you when you get older, your your bones don't want to cooperate and stuff. And so why wait till you're old? Go while you're young. Um, I remember my son, I came home one day and he was loading up his, his truck and I go, what are you doing? He goes, I'm getting ready to drive to California. Well, California was about 3000 miles away. He's 20 years old. And I'm like, uh, well, who's going with you? <laughs> I'm going by myself. I go by yourself. I said, uh, well, how long are you going to be gone? I don't know. I go, well, just do us a favor and call us every three days and let us know everything's all right. But, you know, he went, he did it. He got to do some things that, you know, he probably would have never gotten to do. I don't think people should have a career until they're 30. If you have opportunities between uh, 19, 18, and, and 30 to do stuff and see things and explore and find out, do it. I'm telling you right now. But... Yeah, they all come with travels, travels. I thought maybe when my son left that he might be working at a ski lodge or, you know, get into that group because that, that's kind of his thing. But, you know, like I said, he went and had a good time. Kind of envious, I guess. But anyhow, travels. We got different types of travels. My youngest parts of traveling was growing up as a kid and going on family vacations in the what was called a station wagon, uh, you know, so load up the kids and go. Uh, we would we would go all throughout the state and down the one coast and down the other and see things and go to the mountains or, or whatever. So, you know, when we turn, and, and so when you go traveling in a car with your siblings, I'm sure you know this. You know, you're driving around. Hell, you're bored because you don't get to drive. You're in the back seat. You know, you, I had two two uh, two brothers and a sister in the back seat. And uh, so you start playing games. And I remember the one game was uh, license plates, trying to see who could spot the the different type of, you know, License plates that you saw, you know, we'd we'd be driving around. We'd see New York, and we'd see uh, 
I don't know. We'd, we'd see New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Michigan, you know, all these, all these places like that. We're in the South. And so as, as I was growing up and we're traveling, you know, by vehicle or whatever, and we're playing this game, it, it made me realize that all these people were coming to the South, coming, you know. And as we were growing up, we had certain programs that, you know, as a kid, you wanted to watch Lassie. You know, that was uh, uh, one of the weekly things that we had to watch back in those days. But another one, another one was the old Tarzan movies. And the old Tarzan movies, uh, you know, were pretty cool. Pretty cool. Johnny Weissmuller. Anyhow, we used to watch, watch that every Sunday, different ones. And it made me realize that, you know, the, the hunters came there to get ivory. They would be shooting elephants or whatever. And now here comes Tarzan swinging through the jungle to save them. But on one episode, they, they wounded, they shot it in the leg. And they followed it. And they went to the sacred burial grounds of, of elephants. And so here's all these carcasses laid in there, but then here's all these ivory tusks. So, you know, they wounded the elephant, so he'd go to the elephant burial grounds. Well, that's what I considered was happening to the state of Florida um, with all these tags from Jersey and New York and places like that. These people are coming down here to die. <laughs> I was probably like 10 years old. And that, and, and to this day, I still believe that. And people will tell you, yeah, they all come south. You know, they want the warmth. You know, they, they can't stand that cold anymore living up north and everything. So they come down here to live out the rest of their lives. So, you know, so when we were in places like St. Petersburg and, and clear water and that, that's all you see was all these they they called them what did they call them uh snowbirds you know they they come down here for the winter because they couldn't stand it so that was part of the traveling part of going by by a car you saw a lot more but it took you a whole lot longer time to get there so I don't know. I People go on cruises. They go on cruises because it's supposed to be one of the least expensive ways to travel. So, you know, a lot of people go on cruises. They get, you know, like seven meals a day that they're entitled to. And they go to some ports and go to see things. So, yeah, when, when my wife and I got married, we decided, to, you know, we'll go on a cruise after waiting for our honeymoon. Go to the Eastern Caribbean, you know, went to places like um, the Bahamas, and we went to uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico, and then uh, I think another one was, uh, oh, went to an out island. But anyhow, you know, let's go on this cruise. So here we are. We get on this, this cruise, newlyweds, you know, having fun. Do, doing everything that they allow us. Well, you know, I realized that every more every night they would put a little itinerary thing under your door. I don't know how they do it now. And, uh, you know, on the itinerary, it would say what time you disembark and 
what time you have to be back on the boat. If you're not on the boat, you get left. So, you know, my wife and I would get off and do a few excursions and things like that and have some fun. And we always, you know, got kind of upset that, you know, we might have to be back at the boat earlier than we really wanted to because we were having a good time. And and that's part of what it's supposed to be, a good time. But, I mean, you know, on these boats, you know, you got to be back at a certain time. You got to decide if you're eating the early or the later shift. You've got to decide, you know, what excursions you want to do. It's like herding cattle. I felt like they, they had prod sticks and they were herding us around. Okay, you can go over here, but you only can be over here for a couple hours because then you got to be back, you know. So I wasn't real crazy about cruises. Yeah, it might have been less expensive and a good way to go, you know, see a couple of places, two or three places, but I wasn't real keen on that. So then from there, we went to all-inclusive. Now... That, to me, is the best deal round, all-inclusive. I've only done one cruise, the all-inclusives. I've done probably four or five different places that we've gone. And by all-inclusive, it's, it's your plane fare, your food, your drink, some excursions, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the big one back and I guess it's still big, it was, was sandals. But the first one that my wife and I ever did um, wasn't sandals, but we went to Jamaica. Uh, let's go to Jamaica. Going there for a week, staying at an all-adult complex. Nobody under 16 allowed. All-inclusive. So excited about that. We were We were... Yeah, thirty years old, going going to Jamaica, gonna have gonna gonna have a have a party, going to Jamaica. Well, we had to fly down to to Miami, and from Miami we had to go over on Air Jamaica to fly over to get there. I won't never forget this. And this plane was like two two seats towards the window, three in the middle. And then two more on the other side. And my wife and I are, are sitting in the middle and people are on the other side looking out the windows and all. Well, we're flying and about that time, this steward comes walking down and he's looking and he's going, newlywed, newlywed, newlywed. So when he's coming back up the other way, I stopped him. I said, hey, I said, uh, when you went by pointing out, say, a newlywed, I said, how come, you know, my wife and I weren't included in that? I mean, we're, we're young. We're 30. You know, I didn't tell him we were 30, but, you know, I'm like, how, how? And he goes, well, he goes, look at the ones I pointed to and called out newlyweds. Of course, they're in matchy-matchy outfits. And they got brand new tennis shoes on. And he goes, see what I mean? And I I looked and I 
looked at my wife and I, and I go, okay, I, I guess I get it. And the reason he didn't say newlyweds to us was I think I had a tank top on and some slaps, uh, you know, laid back, just ready to go. You know, we weren't matchy-matchy, that's for damn sure. But Jamaica is a hell of a place, a hell of a place. Uh, had a good time. I would recommend it. Beautiful areas, as long as we don't go over there and screw it up. You know, they'll be fine. Now, they have a lot of storms there, a lot of hurricanes. But, uh, you know, um, and where we stayed, it, it was a, a nice resort. Uh, it was like going into uh, fantasy land. Remember the plane, the plane? Well, that was, you know, like going to this place on, on in Jamaica. Uh, we were staying up near Ochos Rios, which is where they have waterfalls and things like that. So, you know, a nice area. But it was like a two-hour drive to get up there because they had to drop all these other people off at different resorts as they were going up. So, you know, we get in line and you know, land there and going through customs and everything. And my wife goes, oh, you got to transfer uh, American money into Jamaican money. I said, well, I don't, I don't think that's right. You know, but if you're married, you know, you keep peace in the teepee, as my, my daddy used to say. So, you know, I go, well, okay, well, it's all inclusive. We don't have to tip. We don't have to do anything. We don't have to spend no money. But we always take spending money, you know, and we're going to spend that money. It's going to be spent. Trust me. If you got a wife, it's going to be spent. So we're going through the, the terminal and they've got an international bank there that they're transferring money. So I go up and I transfer $600 into Jamaican money. Well, the, the rate at that time was like 12 to 1. So that $600 became like 7200 Yeah, 12 to 1. 7200 You can't get $7,200 in your wallet. It's just a massive amount of money. It's thick and blah, blah, blah. Plus, I still got American money. You know, and, you know, but anyhow, so I do that. Well, we get out into the lobby area and the guy comes up and be like, hey, uh, you going to the resort? We go, yeah. Which resort? We tell him. He's I take care of luggage. Yeah, gave him our name. He's I get. He goes uh, need something to drink. I said, well, my wife would probably like uh, uh, a red stripe beer. No problem. Nope. That's a big thing there. No problem. No problem. He goes, uh, you smoke? I said, not cigarettes. I take care of. Like, Hell, this is working out. This is working out. I'm still in the damn airport or whatever. This. You know, and, and so uh, this guy gathers up our stuff and we're, we're moving along out into the, the uh, outside and uh, he pulls out this bag of reefer and uh, tells me how much it is. And I'm buying reefer right there in the damn parking lot at the airport. My wife's still walking. She's oblivious to all this. She's not even paying attention. So then this guy goes, you want to buy Jamaican money? And I said, no, I just 
transferred money in there. I said, no. And he goes, I give you 15 to one. I go, well, why would the bank give me 12 to one and you're giving me 15 to one? Well, I learned about black markets and we'll talk about that at a different time. So I go, well, okay. So I give him $100. Now I get $1,500 plus the $7,200 that I already have. So I got like $8,700 worth of Jamaican money and it looks fake. I mean, it looks like monopoly money type of thing, like Uncle, Uncle Fester's on some of their bills over there. But now I got this shitload of money and a bag of pot, so I'm happy. So he gets us on the bus, red striped beer, boom, 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 and we're going. I'm like, man, this is, this is wonderful. My wife and I are sitting near the front of the bus, and they're stopping and letting people off, letting, you know, going up the mountain to go to Ocho's Rios. So, you know, I, th this is going to work out pretty good. Well, <laughs> wrong. All of a sudden, we come to a fork in the road, and over on the right, is a I guess their jail and it's got it's got bob wire around it and the jail's not big it's it's uh you know like a little home or something but it's got this big ass bob wire fence and in the middle of the road where you either go left or right there's a machine gun on the back of a jeep and they're pulling people over I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I've only been in this country for like 15 minutes and I'm going to get popped for pot. Well, this bus pulls up and they just wave us on through. I guess they figured we haven't had a chance to buy any reefer yet. <laughs> they didn't know. So we finally get up to our rooms, up to the, the resort. And like I said, it was absolutely stunning. Absolutely stunning. And we get to our room and we're right by the pool and you know, beautiful room, and I throw this bag of pot up on the up on the dresser, and my wife's like, "Where the hell did you get that?" And I said, "Back at the airport." When I go, when we were walking through, from who? I said, "From the guy carrying her luggage." Geez, you got to be kidding me! I said, "Hey, we got reefer. I got. I brought papers." I said, "You know, we're good." And uh, that was probably one of the better, better trips I've ever had and uh, enjoyed. And I was young and my wife was young and, and we partied like hell and, and uh, you know, all inclusive. So been to Mexico on an all inclusive, been to, uh, uh, oh, where, uh, oh, where Natalie ended up. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to think. Anyhow, go on an all-inclusive if you get a chance. Go on an all-inclusive. They're wonderful trips. And especially if you drink. If you drink, shit, it's all there. But I had a great time in Jamaica. So, you, you know, you can travel by car. You can fly to a destination port, do an all-inclusive. You can go on a cruise. I mean, hell, there, there's all things of you know, that you can always do. So, I don't know. You, you just have to decide which, which way you like to do it. I'm, uh, I'm not real crazy about, you know, all the things that you, you get to do. But, you know, oh, well, while we were in Jamaica, I got to tell you this too. Here I got all this Jamaican money. 
You're probably wondering how I got rid of it. Well, they decide one day that they're going to drive us into the little town or whatever of uh, Ocho's to a place that is reputable to purchase gold, liquor, souvenirs, where it's, you know. So we get in with maybe 20 other people in this little mini bus or whatever, and and we go in. And now I've got, I, and I told my wife, I said, I'm not taking any American money. I'm not taking my credit cards. I said, I'm taking this Jamaican money. We're spending this. So we go and they pull up and, you know, nice shop. And we go up and the first thing we do is go to the jewelry counter and gold was, was cheap, cheaper than, than uh, in the States anyway. So we're looking at gold uh, necklace for, for my mother-in-law, actually, because she was watching uh, our kids. So, you know, get her something nice. So we, we're looking around, found something, bartered, and I whip out this wad of friggin' Jamaican money. And the guy's eyes got real big. He goes, no, 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 can't, can't take. And I said, what? I said, no problem. He, <laughs> I said, that's what y'all keep telling me. No problem. Why can't you take this money? It's your money. No, can't, can't, can't do. You have American money? I said, nope. You got a credit card? Nope. Can't do. Come on. Well, see, I wasn't too smart on international monies and how the market changes every day. And today it could be worth 12 to 1. Tomorrow it could be worth 10 to 1. When you do a credit card, they usually hold it to when it's a good day and they can charge it then because then the rates are higher. So anyhow, so my wife looks at me. She says, now what are we going to do? Now she's pissed because she's got this money. She's ready to go to town. And, uh, you know, disappointed on the thing. I said, look, go to the back of the place. I said, buy shirts, do whatever you want to do. Get liquor, you know, get coffee, Blue Pacific Mountain coffee. You know, get that, pile it up. She's, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to go get my hair braided out front by the, by the hookers. And she laughed at me. <laughs> and sure as shit, that's what I did. I went out front and. Had my hair braided. Had to get, you know, some of those little pony bead things put in. So she's in the in the front. She's loading up. <laughs> I mean, you know, five pounds of coffee, uh, uh, Ron Myers rum, you know, all that stuff, piling it up, T-shirts, you know. All, my parents went to Jamaica and all I got was this T-shirt. You know, the typical souvenir stuff, piling it up. And she comes outside. She is, hey. She is the guy be, behind the uh, jewelry counter said he'll take Jamaican money. And I said, is that right? I said, I figured he would. And she said, how'd you know he would? I said, because he knows he ain't going to get any of it if he doesn't take it. And he's going to lose a deal. So sure, I said, tell him as soon as I'm done, I'll be in. So, and that's what happened. I mean, so you got to be careful. I mean, Mexico, same way. You know, you go in there and uh, it, it's so funny because the cultures are so different and everything. You know, they, they want to talk to to men instead of women. Uh, and it's like they don't realize, 
Women are usually rule the families in the United States. So, you know, when you're traveling, just beware of that. But, you know, it, different ways. Airlines, you know, nowadays, I pity anybody who has to travel because the security, which is necessary, I understand. But, you know, it's just different things out there. So travel. But like I said, if you get an opportunity to go somewhere and you've never been there, take advantage of it. Go. Go. I mean, you will regret it if you don't. I mean, I had never seen mountains as far as uh, out west until a few years ago. Um, and, and like I said, I didn't want to climb any of them friggin' peaks, and I wasn't about to. I don't know if I would have, would have too, if I was, uh, well, I probably would have tried if I was, you know, younger. But like I said, do it while you're young. Enjoy. I hope you enjoyed this segment of Stoner Logic. That's all I got for you. I'm just trying to give you some upside on, on you know, how you can travel. So until next time, peace out. Thanks for listening.